It's gonna be so crisp. Oh, you hear that fizz? <laughs> oh boy. All that carbonation. Don't put it too close to the mic. Delicious. Welcome to Final Take. My name is Ethan. My name is Austin. And this is a podcast where we talk about movies and we give our final take on movies that we think are underrated. Yep. That people should definitely talk about more. Agreed. Yes. Absolutely. How are I you doing? Um, I am doing well. What are we on week five of quarantine? 750 days. I don't... Pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Um, we are on episode 15. 15. Wow. 15 tonight. Can you believe that? Dang. That's exciting. That's halfway to 30. Halfway to 30. Yep, that's about <laughs> all as far, as far as my math can go right now. Um, yeah, how are you I'm feeling, man? Excel people. Um, I am doing well. Uh, what is it? I shaved a little bit this week. Yeah, you're, I see. Yeah. Beard's a little more in control. Yeah, it was starting to get in my mouth. Nice. <laughs> I oh, was like eating things. Can't do that. Hair. Can't do that. Um, but uh, no, I mean, things are going good. I'm, I'm an extrovert, so this is like... I know maybe I don't know if it comes across as, as I'm an extrovert, but like people at work are like, "How do you know that person?" Mm. I I just know a ton of people. Yeah. Um, so this is like hard because I'm I'm at home like. Oh my goodness! I, need it. I feel you. Yeah, I I really enjoy going to work and talking to people mm-hmm. all day long. Yeah. So I'm dying. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, staying safe. I'm yeah. staying home. Yeah, I which saw, is good. So are you walking the streets now with the, with yeah. the kids? This is what I do. Mm-hmm. We just branch out one extra block every single day. You're just letting people know that it's your turf. I get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, gotta, we gotta claim our turf. <laughs> Kick all these other kids out of here. Claim our neighborhood for what's ours. Yeah. How are you doing though? Yeah, man. You know, I'm doing okay. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping on, keeping on. I got like three weeks left of my paternal leave, so I'm really trying to enjoy the three weeks that I have left. Then you'll come back to work and you'll then I'll go then I'll go back to work, which is going to be my house. Mm -hmm. I'll just have to actually work. Yep. But um, yeah, man. Again, if you don't know me and Ethan work at the same company, so we do. I have a little bit of insight. This is this is your life in the future for you when you come back to work. Exactly. Yeah. You're (laughs) just letting me know like there's actually no work to be doing. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. Makes me very excited to go back to work. (laughs) Makes me worried. Uh, uh, Okay. So we've. I think we're going to start off with some news. Yeah. Some movie news. Um, some interesting news. At least one of the things I'm more interested in than the other. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's some interesting news. And even though we're in quarantine and movies are not coming out in theaters and yada, 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 I feel like there's movie news basically every day oh yeah there's it's either a movie gets pushed or named or straight to video or whatever whatever Mm -hmm. uh so the first piece of news we're going to start off with came out this week venom 2 that's what i'm excited about i i figured you would be venom 2 got an official title yep and a date push Mm -hmm. so it was originally slated to come out october 2nd 2020 which i didn't even know that's soon yeah so i didn't know that in the first place and then it got pushed to June 25th, 2021, i.e. a summer blockbuster of 2021. Because theaters will definitely be back yeah. by then. 
and nope, they're uh, all gone. <laughs> they're closed forever. <laughs> Shut down the podcast. Yep. <laughs> uh, and the title, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Mm-hmm. So I can tell you're excited about this title. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, Carnage. I watched growing up the um, that little what you call it the uh, cartoon. Yep. And Carnage was definitely my favorite villain. Absolutely. Carnage is dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited. I did not see the first Venom, even though it's on my list. I know that's a bad cop out, but it's on my list. I do like Tom Hardy a lot. Uh, I just hadn't heard fantastic things, so like I didn't really seek it out a whole ton. And um, I'm excited for the second one, though. Mm-hmm. Like the title and the poster look really badass. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think the date push is a smart play i agree i think it's a smart date push i think i think it has the chops to be a good summer blockbuster for 2021 even though you haven't seen venom one even though i haven't seen venom one i can tell you this is gonna be good Mm. yeah uh so summer blockbusters are still gonna exist i i can guarantee you and i believe this is the venom movie where spider-man is supposed to make an appearance there's rumors rumored yeah i saw a fan art poster the other day that had like Venom on one side and um, Spider-Man on the other side. Mm-hmm. And it got me kind of excited. Yeah. I start the Spider-Verse, like start the live action Spider-Verse, get this thing going. I mean, I don't know why it's taking so long. Well, so what they, what I wonder what they could theoretically do is um, pull in some other Spider-Man. Not Tom Holland Spider-Man. Yeah. You're talking like another actor, like, i.e. Like Miles Morales. Tobey Maguire, the goat. Nope. <laughs> Tobey Maguire, the goat Spider-Man. This is all I want in the Spider-Verse. Let me just lay it out for you. Venom would be great, mm. obviously. Tom Holland, Spider-Man. He's the rock. You got Miles Morales. Mm. Really, really, really great. Needs to be in there. Spider-Man New Air. Mm. Wonderful. Tobey Maguire. <clears throat> That's fine. <laughs> How rude of you to laugh at me. I will stand up for Tobey Maguire and Spider-Man until the day I die. I just want the listeners to know that I tr- I texted you this week and I said, you know what we need as a topic on the podcast? We need to talk about the Sam Raimi Spider-Man series. Mm. A, just in general. We need to hash it out and talk about it because that would force you to rewatch all of them and hopefully give them a second chance. And you absolutely shot me down. <laughs> You were just like, no, not happening. I think my my response to you was like, um, I see what you're trying to do. You're here. You're trying to make me watch these to actually like them. Absolutely. I'm doing that. Yeah. And then you sent me the gif of, of Mary Jane and Spider-Man swinging through the sky mm. when it's just a, actually like, a mannequin, like a doll. Yeah. So. <laughs> that she's on. She's just on a mannequin and her hair is actually blowing in the opposite direction. If you watch it. Okay. Well, <laughs> That is besides the point. They're great movies. And then I sent you the gif where he's like trying to make the spider come out, like spider web come out. Which is so funny. <laughs> go, go, gadget, web. <laughs> Pizza time. Great, great series. Anyway, yeah, Spider-Verse would be dope. Mm-hmm. Just make it. Make it happen. Yep. Uh, second Full circle. Second bit of news. It's really not that new. I, I just wanted to share it to make myself feel better because I called this from day one. Yeah. Scoob, the new Scooby-Doo movie. Yep. Straight to video. Yep. Uh, it's. I think it's coming out in like May something. As it should have been. Yeah, I think it's kept its uh kept its date, but now it's just going straight to video. That movie's gonna be terrible. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna rent it, are you? 
<laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, absolutely. No. Uh, will not be renting that. Uh, I think just the animation just like doesn't look good for me. And the live action Scooby-Doo was the best mm. Scooby-Doo they'll ever be. Yeah, That's I agree. pretty much the gist of that. And do now that things are coming starting to come out straight to video mm-hmm. trolls world world tour came I know out. you were looking forward to that one. i was looking forward to it and i i haven't rented it yet it just i feel like 19.99 for 48 hour rental is mad steep yeah mad steep like i said i like earlier like a couple weeks ago it makes sense if you're with other people yeah totally and and i guess i come from the perspective of i have um children and so my daughter loves to just rewatch movies all the time. Mm-hmm. So we're on a kick of um, Nightmare Before Christmas and Onward mm-hmm. right now. Just like every day she wants like a little slice. Mm-hmm. So if I rented World Tour and I was only able to keep it for 48 hours, that's more heartache than it's worth for my daughter. She will not understand that it just goes by. Mm-hmm. It goes bye-bye because I'm an adult and I talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> it goes bye-bye now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's just super steep. But apparently they made like $30 million in the opening weekend that of rentals. Really? Which is not shabby. That's like not too shabby at all. Well, how much was it budgeted? Uh, $100 million budget plus 50 for advertising and marketing. So, so it, didn't, it didn't like recoup barely anything. Yeah. But that's, that's way better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And do you think movies going straight to video can be good business in the future? I mean, I think this is proving now that it's not. Really? Yeah. Like it's not going to be profitable. Correct. Interesting. I mean, I think. Do you th- do you view it as like a downgrade when a movie gets decided that oh, it's going straight to video? Oh yeah, I don't. I don't watch it. Absolutely, because like there there was already no chance I was going to see this movie, but mm-hmm. now that's going straight to video. It's like oh, it's out of my mind forever. Yeah. Like I just can't. Yeah. Yeah, I think there was a couple movies, I think, that interested me that I was like, well, maybe I can convince Ethan to go see this one. Um, <laughs> maybe, like if you're Sonic. lucky. No, uh, <laughs> hey, Sonic was good, hey, man. I convinced you. Um, you did. But, uh, no, there's definitely a couple of those movies like, oh, like, this seems interesting. But now, like, that they're on there, I'm like, nah, I don't want to. Yeah, it's oh. just too steep for me. Yeah. I, I feel like um, I feel like companies and, and studios are still feeling out the ground. On how that's going to go. Yeah. I think the price point is going to have to change. Well, yeah. I mean, you got to think of it like this. You are paying for more of a movie in a less of experience. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point. You're paying more for less. Yeah. I mean, you're already... Like when you go to the movie theater, sure, you're spending... If you go for the popcorn yeah. or soda or any other thing, you're spending upwards to over $20. I think that's why I have such a hard time with it. I go see a movie in the theater for the experience. Mm-hmm. Seeing a movie in a theater versus seeing it at home does wonders for me. Yeah. Like, I absolutely love the experience of a movie theater. Mm-hmm. If I'm not getting that, chances, you know, are slim that I'm going to go out of my way to go pay money to rent that movie. Yeah. Anyway, Scoob, straight, straight to video. Yep. Yikes. Mm-hmm. What's what's the word? Jinkies? <laughs> I don't remember. That's I think uh, I think that's what Velma says. Uh, last last bit of news that I wanted to talk about. Is it have to do with Marvel? No, it doesn't have to do with Marvel. <laughs> Venom was technically my Marvel news for the week. Okay. I know I always have to have something Marvel. I that, thought you were bringing up the Shield. That's pretty. Oh yeah, they released their official poster today. I know. 
Oh boy, <laughs> that's so exciting. I love it. I can picture it in my head right now. <laughs> I can't wait. I cannot wait. Um, A24, the movie studio, mm-hmm. having an auction. Benefits are going to go towards COVID-19 relief in New York. So I believe one of the auctions is going to go straight to like the uh, New York Fire Department. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is going to go to like local businesses ran by women and minorities, I believe. Stuff like that. They are auctioning off all kinds of movie movie props mm-hmm. from pretty much all of their hit movies, which I'm super stoked about. I'm a huge A24 fan. <laughs> Every movie they make is officially a film in my book. <laughs> I love A24 so much. Obviously, my favorite being Uncut Gems. Yes. Absolutely magical. Uh, they are auctioning off the dress from Midsummer, mm-hmm. which I haven't heard, I haven't seen. I heard it's super scary. I haven't seen either. It's on Prime. It is on Prime. Yeah. I it, just can't do scary movies. Can't like, be can't be done. I yes and no for me. Those are I go back and forth. Like like oh this is good or it's like nah, this is too predictable. You gotta be in the right mood, man. You gotta be in the right in the right mindset. I feel like I guess them a lot, so then I'm just like nah, okay. uh, yeah, not not there for it. Yeah. Um, the uh, Diamond Furby from Uncut Gems, Ooh. which I. I would absolutely love to bid on. Unfortunately, I don't have like the $20,000 it's probably going to go for. Uh, you don't? Not in this future economy? <laughs> not as of current. <laughs> uh, they are actioning off the light from The Lighthouse oh. in the movie The Lighthouse, which I know like a, lot the of, light bulb. a lot of people are hyped about. I'm not sure. I, don't know. I haven't seen The Lighthouse. I do want to see it. I want to see it. I haven't seen it yet. Willem Dafoe, Robert Pattinson. Oh, yeah. yeah. Solid duo. Uh, and then Stevie's Skateboard from mid-90s, which also is mm. a wonderful, wonderful movie. So they're doing a bunch of different auctions. They start at different times. I believe one of them is, is currently live right now. and Yeah, and I believe that that is just for some, like, random, like, one-off movie type stuff, mm. uh, which would be mid-90s and stuff. Uh, the Midsummer goes live on April 27th at 9 a.m. Pacific. And then uh, Uncut Gems goes live on May 4th at 9 a.m. Pacific. And the Lighthouse auction will go live on May 11th, 9 a.m. Pacific. Shout out, that's my birthday. Ooh. Just going to say that right now. So if you want to send me a birthday gift, DM me. I'll give you my address. Uh, so that's, <laughs> wow, that's that's super exciting. Are, are you going to... Like, are you going to look into, into any of these auctions? I know the items are probably going to go for crazy amounts. Like, you can get a signed Kevin Garnett jersey... Obviously, the jewels from Uncle Gems, all kinds of crazy stuff. And since it's going to a good cause, I assume people are going to kind of put a premium on their mm. bids. I don't think you realize how much money is actually in my bank account. Like, <laughs> Wait, are you saying like you're super rich? No. Oh, you meant the other way. <laughs> I thought you were like, yeah, I could sweep this auction, no problem. <laughs> No, I got Dude. savings. I just that's not what I'm going to spend my savings on. I feel you, man. I would I would absolutely kill any kind of movie prop or memorabilia stuff mm-hmm. from movies that I like. I am always here for it, and I just I always wish I had enough money to actually buy something. Mm-hmm. Which is a bummer, but one day, maybe one day, yeah, maybe one day. So yeah, check those out. They go to uh, obviously go to a great cause. Every single auction goes to a different wonderful cause. And uh, the website is a24auctions.com. Super easy to find. And you can find more information there. Uh, I am not paid by A24 to endorse this. 
but maybe one day it will be. Uh, yeah, cool stuff. Do you... Oh, you know what I forgot? What? Austin. What? How could I forget? Let's dive into our new segment. <laughs> what did you watch this week? <laughs> Do you want to start? I can start, yeah. Because I we literally have not talked about this. No. We, tr- we try to hash through some notes, obviously, before mm-hmm. we start the show. And we try not to divulge everything to each other. Correct. That way we you know, kind of have a good element of surprise on the show. Mm-hmm. And we just totally skipped over this part. No, I mean, I think this is a good little transition to this. Yeah, this is yeah. good. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, so, speaking of A24... I watched two A24 (gasps) films this week. Golf clap. That's so exciting. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Nice job, dude. Um, Actually, one of the movies I'm going to be recommending later is an A24 movie as well. Oh, same here. Yeah. hey Go A24. (laughs) Uh, But the two I watched, uh, the first one I'll start is Lock. Um, Oh, nice. I added that to my queue this week on Netflix. Okay. On Netflix. Yes, it is on Netflix. How exciting. It is an interesting movie. It only has Tom Hardy as like you only see Tom Hardy throughout like the whole entire movie. But so it stars Tom Hardy. <laughs> Tom Hardy. Uh, How many times can you say Tom Hardy in the same sentence? Not very fast. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, he is just driving. He's driving to a location which you don't really learn about at first in the movie. Eventually, as the movie goes, you learn a little bit more about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also has. Tom Holland did it. No way. Yeah. He, what do you know? Because um, throughout the movie, Tom Hardy's calling people. Yes. And one of his sons is Tom Holland, which is ironic because what? <laughs> Tom Hardy is Venom. Oh, what do you know? Tom Holland is Spider-Man. <laughs> what do so, you know? Father, son. Maybe they'll bring it. They're no. bringing it full circle, <laughs> yeah. man. It's a it's it's in the universe. Yeah. That movie is not in the universe. But um, it was. It was okay. I heard it's a very acquired, like acquired taste kind yeah. of movie. Uh, is it silent for a lot of the movie? No, I feel like a, there's pretty much like consistent communication happening. Okay, it's but just, but it's, it's really setting. Okay, that that was my next question. It's mm. really like just the setting of Tom Hardy driving is Correct. pretty much what you're watching. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So I mean, it's like an hour and a half movie. It's not that long. Like it doesn't feel like it. It's forever, but it's just like this moral conversation that he is having. Like he has such high moral values that affect his life and the decision making that he's having, and then like he'll have moral conversations to someone. I don't want to give it anything. Yeah, away, yeah but don't like, spoil. Yeah, it's an okay. Maybe one watch movie. Okay, single watch. Yeah, yeah. So good to uh, know. Second movie is the movie Enemy with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, oh, Jake G. Yeah, we have talked about Jake G on this show before. Mm-hmm. I'm very pro Jake G. Yep. And I, another movie I'm going to bring up later also has a minute. Oh, nice. So, um, awesome. uh, th- so the, this movie is basically, how, how do I say this without confusing people? Um, Jake Gyllenhaal plays two characters in this movie. Oh, that's not confusing in the slightest. Yeah. Cool, so cool. there's Jake Gyllenhaal, the professor, and then there's Jake Gyllenhaal, the actor, uh, but not, <laughs> but okay. not the actor, like him himself. He's playing a character that is an actor. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Yep. Um, basically, the professor. Uh, I'm gonna call him the professor from now on. Oh, um, very formal. The so he is. He gets recommended this movie to watch 
by one of his coworkers. Um, and he watches the movie, goes to bed. In the middle of his sleep, he re- like remembers the movie, and then all of a sudden stops at a part where like a character is a, like in a hotel, and then the bellboy or like whatever is Jake Gyllenhaal, and okay. like the actor. Ah, um, uh, okay. So he goes back to the film, looks at the movie, and in fact, it is someone that looks exactly like him. Crazy. Yeah. So it is kind of a weird movie. Sounds he, strange. He goes and he tries to find him, meets him, and then like this whole entire thing happens. Okay. One of the weirdest last minutes of a movie I've ever seen. Oh. Like literally the last minute. Did it build up to this? No. Or just it just caught you out of caught you out of left field. Oh yeah. Classic A twenty four move, right? Am I right? I don't, it's not even a classic move for anyone. <laughs> it literally came out of nowhere. But, okay. I don't want to ask too many probing questions. Yeah. Like, what would you rate it? Uh, probably one watch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, I mean, if I watched it multiple times, it's just to try to figure out what why the ending, <laughs> why did it end that way. Okay. Because, like, there's maybe two references throughout the whole two, entire movie that referenced that one part. Got it. Did you do any, like, reading on it afterwards? No, I just watched it today, so... Oh, dude. Yeah. You gotta hit up Reddit. Yeah. You... Yeah. There's probably tons of theories. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. That sounds yeah. good. I, I like a movie like that where it kind of leaves you hanging at the end. It leaves you hanging. <laughs> Big time. Yeah. But okay. Anyways, nice. So um, it's two movies. Yep. What about you? What movies did you watch this week? Uh, I, I'm i just gonna keep on with this A24 train, because it's moving fast. Chugga chugga. Yeah. Chugga chugga choo choo. <laughs> Uh, actually, uh, okay, yeah, 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 we can do that. So last night, uh, yeah, last night. So we record on Friday. So last night, Thursday, I watched a movie called Swiss Army Man. Yep, saw that movie. Very good. Mm-hmm. Super strange. Yeah. Daniel Radcliffe. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna be honest. Like the first probably twenty or thirty minutes, I was like, "Where's your wand, guy? Like, <laughs> pull it out. Where's your wand?" Uh, so you know that to see him in a different movie was cool. I think. It's it's an A twenty four movie. Mm. I think the idea is just out there enough to make it intriguing, and it's not too weird. And the ending leaves a lot of questions mm-hmm. and leaves a lot of things open. And I thought it was a really fun movie. Yeah, it, so it it's under the comedy like genre. Yeah, yeah. And I, I it was just a really good watch. Part of that could be because I was actively drinking. But that doesn't happen that often anymore. No, it doesn't. Uh, but I, I wasn't drinking that much. So I think it was really, I think it was actually funny. So I was drinking like for a lot of us. Yep. Yeah. You're at that level. <laughs> so, so I had a list of probably like five or six movies on Netflix in my queue where I told my wife, hey, I have to watch one of these to kind of prepare for this show. Uh, and which one do you pick? And that's what she picked. Mm. So that was. Did she pick it because of Daniel Radcliffe? Uh, no, I think she picked it just because of the description. Okay. So that the little description gives you on Netflix. Yeah. She was like, yeah, that sounds pretty good. It could have also been that all the other movies looked way too, like, film-ish, you know, to her. Too, yeah. d- like, too deep. Yeah, just, like, yeah. too intense. And the, and it's a solid, like, fun 90-minute mm-hmm. good movie. Uh, so I would, I would, I would rate that a multi-watch. Mm-hmm. I said probably halfway through Tamale, I was like... This might be a good movie just to kind of like watch sometimes mm. in life. I thought it was fun. It was, it was a strange movie. I saw this in theaters. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, that would be cool. Yeah, it, it was 
I think it was me and maybe like two other people, if that. Like oh, in the theater yeah. total. Wow. So yeah, I watched this like I a little that. bit later. Okay. Uh, and I mean it, it was it was fun to watch it by myself essentially. It's, it's fun, yeah. yeah. It's a fun movie. Uh, and then again on on the eight twenty four train, I watched The Lobster on Wednesday. Yep, you and I talked about this. Yeah, we talked about this, and mm. I'll talk about it later on the show as well. Uh, whew, that's a weird one, man. Yeah. A24 movie again. And in general, Colin Farrell just, eh, just kind of doesn't really do it for me most of the time. I feel like he has a lot of misses. Yeah. And I, I get the movie. I do. Mm-hmm. It's not that I, like, don't understand it. It was, the idea was just too far out there for me. It's too weird. Yeah. And the, uh, the ending was good. It left a lot of questions. And it makes me quite right think of the movie even more, but uh, just didn't do it for me. Yeah, I just yeah, too not too slow, but it just like didn't have enough conflict throughout the movie mm-hmm. to really push it. Uh, it uh, yeah, and I don't know. Multi watch level. Yeah, yeah, no, like a low end of of a single watch, really. I wouldn't even say that. Like to me, it, it was a no watch. And it was recommended to me by by my good friend Matt. Um, you you might know him. He also works at Adidas, yeah. and he he recommended it to me. And so so I thought I'd watch it. And it was also recommended to me by a couple other people. Uh, and it, it was just a little too weird for me. Yeah. So that one scene that I texted you about. Whoa. Yeah, so odd. I, so I watched that, yeah. uh, and then. I'm going to keep cruising because I'll be honest with you. I watched four movies this week again. Four brand new movies. So then the night previous, I watched... See, you're staying at this plateau of four movies. I've increased by one the past three weeks. Dude, it's hard <laughs> to increase from four. And I, I do... I, I have had a couple of people reach out to me uh, asking me why I don't watch so many new movies all the time and why I choose to rewatch certain movies. Mm-hmm. And I'll just come out and say that as a father of two children who runs a podcast as a hobby and also has a marriage that I'm trying to to pour into and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I only have a certain a lot of time, you know, a certain allotted time every day to, yeah. to choose if I want to watch a movie, which takes energy out of me, uh, especially if it's, you know, a movie like whatever, you know, Ex Machina is, mm-hmm. is, is worth paying attention to, something like that. Uh, so sometimes I will choose to watch something where I know that I'm going to get a very satisfactual watch out of it. Mm-hmm. Hence why I rewatch some movies just cause it, it's, it is a big commitment to like be like, okay, the next two hours and 15 minutes, I'm going to really pour into this movie. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just wanted to clear the air on that. Uh, but I, I try my hardest. So last week I did, did four as well. Did four this week. I watched Snowpiercer with mm-hmm. Chris Evans that movie is really good. Yeah. Again. You, because you watched it the week before. Uh, or, right? No. This was your first time watching it? First time okay. watching it. Yeah. So I watched it on the 21st. I'm, I'm re- referring to my, my list here that I had it written <laughs> down on. And first time watching it. Really, really good social commentary on basically like socioeconomic status of, of the world mm-hmm. and how poor people stay poor and how even though people can try to get to the top or, or in this case, the front of the train. They're all still on the same planet or hunk of metal in this case, uh, written and directed by Bong Joon-ho. I'm a Bong Joon-ho stan, even though I've only seen two of his movies. I think he's fantastic. There's a Netflix movie of his. Yes. Yeah. Okja. 
Is it Okja or is it Okja? Okja. No. Uh, I watched the trailer for that and I, I added it to my queue. I definitely plan on watching that. Okay. Uh, and I know he's... And Parasite is now on Hulu for people yes, to watch as well. So go watch Parasite. There's a reason that it won four Oscars. Hmm. Oscars, right? Uh, yeah. I always get those mixed up. And then the last movie that I watched of the week was The Social Network. I watched that on Monday. And yeah, Zuckerberg available to stream. Hmm? Zuckerberg out. <laughs> Zuckerberg out. Uh, it is available to stream on Netflix. It has a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I loved it. I loved every second of it. Was this your first time watching it? I I I don't think it was my first time watching it. I think okay. I saw it like when it come out, came out in theaters. Yeah. So it came out in 2010. It is now 2020. So that would have made me 15 when I mm. watched it. I was definitely not like coherent enough to understand like what's going on yeah uh i think uh directed by david fincher and i believe this was his last movie that he directed before going to television i don't know i have to validate that fact but i'm I'm pretty positive it's it's really really good really fast not really fast paced but fast paced enough to tell a really intriguing story well it's going through years of what's happening with facebook from beginning to that yeah. certain part of the year effort right when that was. I, I believe it goes i believe it goes through to like the end of 05 something mm-hmm. like that and it does this really cool thing where it'll do uh current like what is happening currently is zuckerberg being sued by all these people and so we see army hammers characters or the uh finkel something brothers yeah the winkel Vink, yeah something, something like that yeah. and so he's being sued by these people bitcoin people and yes and then we also see in the past like the story of how he got here mm-hmm. um, my man JT also in this movie gotta love him plays a really good douchebag it's really great uh, I think he needs to be in more movies to be honest I dude you're preaching to the choir <laughs> I said this last week I'm all for JT so he I watched... is a triple threat <laughs> he's got it all watch out he can dance he can sing he can act come on what's not to love right what's not to love so I, watched, I did watch four new movies, and I think the social network I've seen ranked on multiple podcasts and, and lists as one of the best movies of the decade. Mm. And, and I, again, I haven't seen everything, right? Yeah. It's, it's up there, man. Very good. Mm-hmm. Very intriguing. And I love Jesse Eisenberg. I think he's really good in what he does. There's some movies that are like hit or miss for me with him, but okay. yeah. Yeah. I know he's in he's in other stuff uh, like Zombieland, Zombieland, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I've heard it's very Adventureland. good. Adventureland. Yes. He's in a lot of these land movies. <laughs> I'm just now noticing this. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Anyway, I, I did watch four new movies, and that concludes our segment of what did you watch this week? Bidding. I don't know. I got to write a song, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So another another solid week of movie watching for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get started on our main topic, which is the best underrated movies that you can stream. Mm-hmm. Originally, we were going to do cult classics slash mm-hmm. underrated, but I think because we're focusing so much more on what movies that we're presenting to you guys that is a little bit more focused on streaming, um, it's a little bit harder to find some of these cult classics available. Absolutely. I mean, I do have honorable mentions for some that I think that would be good to watch, but um, yeah. Yeah, I think we wanted to stick with things that uh, you guys can stream at home and have access to. And underrated movies also spark the conversation of what what is an underrated movie? Mm-hmm. Why do we think of some movies as underrated? And 
even if they you know smash it at the box office or win awards or whatever why is it underrated yeah uh before we jump into that i did want to make a correction uh avery one of our listeners called me out last week i had a mispronunciation of of, of a wonderful actress avery do you mean your brother i do mean my brother <laughs> he he called me out uh it is not zendaya apparently it is zendaya oh. so zendaya i know you're listening I, I i really do apologize she was a disney child star how did you not know this i it, i don't know man brain thought, fart must I have just was, slipped past i thought me. it was zendaya it, zendaya i he sent me a video of her looking directly into the camera that says my name is not zendaya or zendaya it is zendaya and i was like whoa message received so i just wanted to correct that Avery, respect. thank you for correcting your brother. Thank you, Avery. I hope that you don't still don't hit me. <laughs> he does, man. He's so pissed at you. He's so pissed at you. I don't. Anybody I've met who, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anybody who hates Sam Raimi Spider Man movies can go to hell. Okay, let's start on the main topic of this week. I'm not going to hell. <laughs> uh, like we said, we're gonna do the best underrated movies that are available to stream, whether that be Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. HBO. I'll admit mine are just from two. Showtime. There's a lot of streaming services out there. Uh, yeah. I believe mine. Crackle. <laughs> Crackle. Yeah, that's a thing. IMDb. Disney Plus. God, how did we forget that? What are we doing? Uh, I believe mine are also just from a couple streaming services. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it's out there. Uh, all of them are out there. So, do you want to start, Austin? Yeah, I can start. Wonderful. Let me pull up. We're just gonna do a. I think we're just gonna do a couple movies each mm-hmm. that we we think qualifies underrated, and we want to recommend as something that you should seek out and stream and mm-hmm. watch. Yep. And you know, a couple of reasons why, and go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Try to help you guys out. Give you some good stuff to stream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So first movie that I'm gonna go. Um, I yeah, this one. So. The first movie I'm going to do is The Stanford Prison Experiment, which Sounds is so creepy. on Netflix. So uh, if you are a fan of true stories, if you are a fan of psychology, this is the movie for you. Um, let me tell you about it. Yeah, what's this about? I, I need to know. So this movie is based off of one of the most controversial real-life psychological experiments done on humans. Wow, that's... That's a pretty good start. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let me the rankings first. Rotten Tomatoes, eighty four percent by critics, seventy five by audience. That's pretty up there, man. Mm-hmm. So the experiment itself uh, was based at Stanford University. Um, this professor was researching the effects of like what happens to people in incarceration. So he puts out a local ad um, for male students to come and be a part of this experiment. Um, They took the group and they split them in half and they put half of them as officers, the other half as inmates. Hmm. Um, They built this like mock prison, whatnot, and then they let them have their roles, do kind of what they wanted with the roles. So they would take night shifts and day shifts and things like that for the the guards um, while the prisoners would have to deal with whatever the guards gave to them. And some stuff happens i can only imagine it makes you really wonder like what like what humans are capable of when given power when given sure control over other humans 
without any boundaries. That's scary, man. And the thing is, they watched it all happen and didn't like step in. Oh, they didn't intervene. Yeah. They just let the experiment play out. Yeah. How long did this experiment last? Oh, now I'm forgetting. I think it was supposed to last a certain time frame, but they okay. all the people like they stopped. They're just like, nope, I can't do this. Oh, I think it was it after like maybe a week or less. Okay. Whoa, uh, that's yeah. not very long. Yeah. Like the the guards were taking it a little bit too far. The prisoners, like, it, yeah, it, like, sounds scary. sounds scary. It sounds, sounds like, like I would have to be in the right mindset to watch this movie. It's definitely not a scary movie. It's more or less like, why? Like, yeah. So, so it's based on true events, mm-hmm. but it is, it is like a movie, right? It's not a documentary. No, no, no. It's okay. a movie. Um, so it stars um a couple of the people that are in it are Billy Crudup, who plays mm-hmm. Doctor Philip uh, Zimbardo, who is the lead person that is leading the experiment but you okay. may know him from the movie almost famous um as like the the main rock star guy that the guy follows nice that should have been another movie i put on my list almost famous is great i love that movie <laughs> um, making you rethink your list man. yeah a little bit uh it has ezra miller in it mm-hmm. um of the he plays the flash in uh uh in the I, Justice League. He also played. I feel like, like you always find a way to sneak the Flash into our conversation. <laughs> it's like it's been like weeks now of like the Flash. Don't forget about the Flash. Well, I think that's where a lot of people know him from. So, uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then Ty uh, Sheridan. Um, he plays Peter Mitchell. Um, he Ty Sheridan's from Ready Player One. Um, <sighs> Love that movie. I am indifferent. I read the book the book and the oh see different. i didn't read the book yeah. i just went straight to the movie and i was like this is fire if i had just watched the movie i thought i would have thought it was great sure but i read the book and it's completely different That's why i don't read books man <laughs> <laughs> yeah just don't educate yourself ever not worth it <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it, it it's a good movie i definitely recommend it like it's like i said it's true it's a true story sure i mean it's drama like there's certain things that are dramatized but right extremity like the extremes of it are very true yeah, I mean, so, so I saw uh, that this this project particularly was announced in 2002, and the movie didn't come out until 2015. Mm-hmm. So it took 12 years of development to like make this movie and get it to where they wanted to. Yeah, um, and and I know so it's on your list for being underrated. It did has a few award wins, mm-hmm. uh, not Oscars or anything crazy. Yeah, but most notably the Alfred P. Sloan feature film prize at Sundance mm-hmm. nothing to scoff at yeah and that's pretty solid uh albeit you know back in 2015 I don't know who the competition was mm-hmm. but uh that at least gives some validity to the fact that it's a, a really good movie yeah and I think that's like the thing about underrated movies is like there's movies that like it's a good movie that just people don't talk about like yeah you, like you brought did you know about this movie before I even mentioned it to you nope absolutely not yeah hence why I think it's an underrated movie. Bam. So do you think that's one of the major qualifications for an underrated movie? Is a good movie that doesn't get talked about enough. Correct. Okay. I like yeah, I, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. And I think that's I think that's legit. Mm-hmm. I think we'll keep diving into that question as we go through. Yeah. Because I definitely have maybe one award winner on my list. <laughs> maybe. So. Yeah. Uh I I don't believe any of mine have, have won any like major awards. Okay, fine. I just uh, I like see. to stay. I'm the, I'm the one that <laughs> I like to stay very underrated. Um, yeah. So you'll you'll I know I kind of already mentioned a few of these movies in in what I watched this week. Usually in preparing for a show, I do try to 
watch some things during the week to talk about on this show. Uh, so, so I did the same exact thing this week. Yeah, so I don't have recency bias. This is legit. Mm-hmm. I, I really tried hard to, to think of some other things, and I think underrated is so difficult for me to make sure that it actually qualifies as underrated, mm-hmm. which in my case is, yeah, either I've never heard of it or, uh, yeah, it's just like it's not an award winner. It isn't really talked about in circles, things like this. So... I, and my first movie that I want to talk about is on, is on Netflix, Snowpiercer. I had already mentioned this. Yep. You suggested this a few episodes ago. And I had actually not watched it at that time either when I recommended it. And then I watched it because I was like, I recommended it. I need <laughs> I feel to like watch I should it. watch it. <laughs> and, you, and you want to stick with your recommendation. Yes. Absolutely because agree. I, like, we were texting and, and I was like, you're going to do Snowpiercer this week, aren't you? And, he's, and you're like, yes. I was like, okay, that's off my list. Then. Yeah, yeah. So so if we were both going to uh, suggest You're both going to recommend it. Okay. Yeah. So it stars Chris, Chris Evans. We all know Chris Evans, Captain America. That's, Amer- that's America's ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Song Kang Ho, who is plays the father in Parasite. in Parasite, so he's he's awesome. He plays in a few other uh, of his movies as mm-hmm. well. So. Yeah, I believe him and like Bong Joon Ho probably stick tight. Yeah, uh, Tilda Swinton mm-hmm. was in this movie, and I'll be honest, I did not know she was in this movie until I read the cast list. Yeah, because her role is she is does it so well. Oh yeah, and she gets really immersed into this woman that she plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Jamie Bell and Ed Harris, the man in black from Westworld. Mm. He's he's fantastic. Yep. I have not seen any current season of Westworld. Neither. I've seen season one, and it was awesome. And like I said, my time is limited, so I'm working. We're on watching it. movies here, people. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna stick to the movies. Stick to the movies. Uh, so like I said, written and directed by Bong Joon Ho, who also did Parasite, which won four Oscars. No big deal. And he's also known for Mother and The Host or some of his other popular movies, which mm. which I haven't seen, uh, but I've heard really, really good things. This is his only English film, though, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, yeah. So it's all in English. Uh, it does have some subtitles mm-hmm. because a couple of the main characters are, uh, I assume, South Korean. Mm. Uh, but they do have uh, subtitles. 94% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Which is stellar. Yep. And Crazy. 72 audience. Yeah, 72 on audience, which I think leads itself to be underrated. Mm-hmm. Because if, if it gets a 72 from the audience and the critics give it a 94, there's a huge gap there. Mm-hmm. And I think some people are just missing. It definitely has the potential to be one of those movies that you watch and you either choose, you either say, oh, that was some sweet action sequences. Mm-hmm. And I kind of get the gist of like, oh, it's a social commentary of, of working your way from the bottom to the top of the social status ladder mm-hmm. like oh, okay that's cool or you can choose to to break things down like obviously like i do mm-hmm. and like we do and say okay the ending meant this and the scene right before that was a was a commentary on this and you know children represent this and the letters that the main character receives represents this and like there's so many different facets of it that mm-hmm. you can like indulge yourself in which there's so many theories about this movie so many theories and I'll, I, I won't go too crazy and I'm not going to give spoilers I really I, I don't want to give spoilers because I highly recommend going to see this mm-hmm. movie action packed yep some sweet sweet action sequences here mm-hmm. essentially Curtis played by Chris Evans starts a revolt from from the back of the train set in 
the future, really. It says, in a future where a failed climate change experiment has killed all life except for the lucky few who boarded the Snowpiercer train that travels around the globe, a new class system emerges. So really, Curtis leads this revolt from the back of the train, and he's trying to get to the engine room, which is the front of the train, because mm. if you control the engine, then you can control the train and essentially control the, the class status of what's happening. Uh, and it And it just follows that. Lots of very specific themes and tropes throughout this movie. Um, commentary on social status, child labor, um, how life is always evolving. Oh, sorry. How life is always evolving. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that. And I know you're waiting for me to get to it, uh, but I'm, I'm getting to it. There's a theory about this movie, and, and I'm getting there. The filmography of this movie is awesome because it is shot not it's not actually on the train but because the movie is in a train Mm. we get these really cool like kind of rocky cameras and like quick zooms into people's faces and it's just like very unique cinema style and i think it's unique to americans oh good point okay good point i don't watch a ton of foreign foreign films Mm -hmm. this is something very new to me uh, to watch foreign films uh, I think even if you watch like anime and things like that, like a lot of Asian films have these zooms, zoom yeah. in, zoom out things, and well, know. it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It it it. I mean, that's right. Use your camera to to, to It can zoom. There's a zoom make, button <laughs> to make these awesome things. So that that's that was really cool for me, where you get these cool angles. Uh, the pace is obviously fast. I mean, they're leading a revolt and walking through this train. Uh, I will say, I would love a prequel to this movie. I want to know how the people are chosen to get on this train, and I want to I want to see this gap of how the Earth deteriorated. Now, the this great thing that's happening, which so, I'm, I'm sure that you're bringing up. Apparently, this movie is actually a prequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh no, that's not what I was going to bring up. What are you going to bring up? Oh, there's they're making a TV show. Oh yes, so on they TNT they that are, may answer the questions that you are asking. They are making a TV show, uh, which I watched the trailer and I'm not super hyped on, because now that I've seen the movie, these actors are not the same actors. Right, they're not the same. And but Jennifer Connelly is in it. Yeah, and it it, it doesn't look bad. It just I just don't know. Yeah, yeah, and, and she's an Academy Award winner though. <laughs> Hopefully she can carry the show. And six years after the movie came out, like, I don't know. So I'm hopeful. It is coming out a TV show, and I believe Mm -hmm. it's coming out in May. Yeah. So maybe that'll answer some questions. But apparently this movie is a prequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. No. No, it is a sequel to Willy Wonka and the The, Chocolate Factory. The theory, the idea. This is the theory. This is not the prequel that I want. I want an actual prequel. (laughs) But the theory is that... Charlie Bucket from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory grows up, obviously takes over Wonka and, mm. and that company. Wonka then becomes this like mass conglomerate company who rules the world and makes this the Snowpiercer train mm-hmm. and is able to to sustain life and all these, these things because the Snowpiercer train mocks the Chocolate Factory in a lot of ways where it's self-sustaining and very like... Um, kind of pushing the boundaries and interesting and all of these different things. Yeah. And a- apparently, he, well, you know, Charlie Bucket becomes the main character or one of the main characters, which yeah, is not, Wilford. Not the main character. Not the actual main character. Not Chris uh, Evans. No. And 
The, and and I think this theory just exists because there's similarities. Like, there's golden tickets in Willy Wonka, and they're in chocolate bars. And then in Snowpiercer, there's letters that get passed through protein blocks. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. I mean, I guess, if, I don't know. That seems kind of reaching. There, there's definitely some stretches. That's, that's the reaching theory, for me. So, so uh, it's, you know, it's kind of fun. Yeah. But it's definitely it's not the prequel that I want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, multi-watch movie for sure. Go put it on your queue on Netflix right now, tonight, whenever whenever you get a chance. Uh, it's it's really fun. Really cool action. Good action-packed thinker of a movie. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. It's yeah. more than just action. So thank you for your suggestion, Austin. I'm so glad that I suggested <laughs> it and for both of us. Also, shout out Matt for the suggestion. He, he threw it my way, too. Yeah. So thanks, Matt. All right. Well, moving on to the second movie for me is I think I might have recommended this um, a couple weeks ago, but Booksmart. Mm, yes, um, Booksmart. 2019 it, movie? Yep, it is on Hulu. Um, it stars Caitlin Dever, who mm. plays Amy, and Beanie uh, Feldstein, who is Molly. Um, the Rotten Tomato score is 97 by critics and then 77 by audience. Dude, right up there with Snowpiercer, man. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, the, the movie also has Will, Fart- Will Forte and Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. It plays smaller roles. Two very great. Who people. I mean, Jason Sudeikis is also the husband to Olivia Wilde, who is the director of the movie. So yeah, and this is actually Olivia Wilde's directorial Direct- debut. Yeah, which is big. Yeah. So because yeah. um, you know she always tells me when I go see a movie <laughs> in these in these Coke ads, like, "Hey, I'm a director, and watch mm-hmm. what these other people made." So yeah, all and they're all trash. The movie. <laughs> <laughs> they're so bummer. Yeah. Don't diss on Regal like that, man. Take it back. No, the, the Coca Cola movies. Yeah, in partnership with Regal. Yeah, well, they're back up. Not any, anymore, right? <laughs> yeah, apparently not. Um, well, anyways, um, back to the movie. It is a comedy. So, to give you a little bit more comedy in your life during these hard times, um, it follows these two students, um, Amy and Molly, who have been these diligent students all of their life. They are trying to get into the best school, the best um, for their career or whatnot. Um, but in their school, uh, their senior year, they, everyone that was a senior decided to not say where they were going, like where they ended up. Getting oh, okay. To they didn't to. share. Yeah. Okay. Um, then one day, one of the characters, I believe is Molly that, um, found out that this one person got into this prestigious school and this person was n- not someone that she expected to be to get into that school mm-hmm. and then she's like well if that person got there where did everyone else go and all these people were saying oh we got into this school this school this school all great prestigious like yells harvard's um, brown all these different Yeesh. schools and it's intense and she's just like wait so i spent all my like teenage life just studying and it became this like interesting like conversation of what is like what were we doing all this time so then she and her friend amy or molly and amy decided we're gonna party like it's the last day we're gonna party they're gonna make up for lost yeah. time so it then it becomes almost like a like uh they a lot of people compare it to it is the female version of uh super bad yeah, and so I was I was doing some research for this movie, mm. and that is also what I saw. Uh, is that basically it's like the best kind of like coming of age high school party movie since Superbad. Yeah, which that's exciting. Mm. I like I love Superbad. Yeah, so um, 
Fun fact about it is super bad. The one that they compare it to is Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, which is also um, Beanie Feldstein's brother. No, yeah. really? Yep. No way! I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So it, little little connections there. Good to know. Oh, yeah. that is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So it's definitely a multi-watch movie. There's definitely some really fun parts. Um, I think the daughter of Carrie Fisher, she's in it. Like, mm, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So it sounds good. I yeah. mean, it sounds funny. It definitely sounds like a lighthearted, cool movie mm-hmm. to kind of watch. Yeah. Put on. So if you like Super Bad, you're gonna like this movie. So <laughs> guaranteed. Yep. Lock it down. <laughs> nice. Uh, the next one that I'm going to talk about is, is, let's see. So I have so many, I I have I some that I'll put on kind of like an honorable mention, like a quick check these out yeah, that I don't not, deserve. I may not be able to have time to mention one of those movies. So yeah, that don't, you know, they don't deserve a whole kind of ordeal. I think I'm going to talk about Swiss army man. I know I mentioned it earlier. Like I said, yep. So Sorry Man, 2016 movie, available on Netflix, stars uh, Daniel Radcliffe, Paul Dano, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who is in some other things, and I can't remember what they are, 71% critic, 72% audience, Mm -hmm. so fairly, I don't know, fairly low on both, I feel like. Um, It's average. Yeah, you know, it's, it's average, it's an odd concept, Daniel Radcliffe basically washes up on the shore of an island while uh so so he plays um uh let's see can you remember his name i mean i, I watched it last night i, I just can't, can't remember it i mean i, I saw it in theaters so yeah you did <laughs> see it a wild. while ago uh so he washes up on the shore of this of this uh island mm-hmm. and he looks dead and the other character played by paul dano uh, his name is hank he is in the process of pretty much trying to kill himself on this island because he's stranded and ran away. And Danny Radcliffe shows up and has these powers. Mm. And he can do he can do these really, really weird things. And he just, like, starts farting. And then, like... Well, like, it, it Hank, comes like, across as, like, almost like the dead... It's like a dead body. Like, the air right. is being let loose out of the body. But it's an extreme amount. Yeah, it's really strange. And so, I think... Anyway, it's really... Just uh, he oh Daniel Radcliffe plays a Manny. That's who he plays. Mm-hmm. So it's really lighthearted, really fun, very interesting concept, and I think it's a really good uh, movie that kind of makes you question self acceptance and societal acceptance and where those two things kind of come in contact with each other uh, and. It's an A24 movie, so the ending leaves a lot of questions and kind of takes a turn from what the rest of the movie is. Mm-hmm. Makes you think, which I really like. And I thought the performance by Daniel Radcliffe was was stellar. I thought it was really good. Even though he plays like a corpse, right? Essentially. Well, I mean, how do you play a corpse? So Exactly. He, like, so that's my point. Yeah. So I, I, don't know, I don't know how to play that role well. He does it well. It's it's awesome. And so Hank has to reteach these things to Manny. Mm-hmm. Things about life and girls and what life is like in society and what's okay and what's not okay. All of these things. Like I said, it's just a really lighthearted, fun, quir- quirky, offbeat sh- movie. 
Yeah. I thought it was cool. I, I know my brother Avery watched it this afternoon, and he was kind of in the boat where it's like, eh, I don't know. Mm. Kind of weird. But I... It's definitely a weird movie. Like, it's, it's not a normal movie. Sure. It's not It's not normal. But I would definitely recommend it. I think it totally qualifies as underrated. Mm. I, I know you saw it in theater. I've never heard anybody talk about this movie. Yeah. I know it's four years old, but I've never heard anybody talk about it. And never gets brought up about anything. And... I really liked it. Mm. Like, I guess, I guess because most of the movies that I watch are so in depth and detailed where I I get really invested in them. Mm. And it was just nice to kind of change up and watch a comedy, fun, lighthearted that also pushes these buttons of where, like, do you love yourself enough? Mm. And even though society might not love you and where does that intersect and how do you feel about these things about life? Mm. I really, yeah, I really liked it. It's comedy with twists mm-hmm. and doesn't fit with norms. Absolutely. Yeah, so. so if you're looking for something a little bit different, it's a quick quick 90-minute watch. Mm. Felt like a pretty quick movie to me. Uh, it's a good, yeah, yeah, solid, solid choice. Do you have mm. one more that you want to talk about before we start wrapping up? Sure. Um, one that I was going to mention was the end of uh, end of watch. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake G, my it's man. It's a cop drama. Also yep. Anna Kendrick, so I'd just be a little weary. Yeah. Yep. I mean, no. no. <laughs> um, anyways, good movie. Recommend. But Michael Pena is great. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's yeah. an A-man. Yeah. Can't go wrong there. Um, fun fact. Um, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael Pena, they follow the LAPD for this. And then the very first ride that Jake Gyllenhaal was in, he actually witnessed a murder. Holy shit. Yeah. So going to drop that on me? Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> so he got it. He got this role. Wow. Perfect. Yeah, so, he was locked and loaded. Yep. I recommend that movie if you have not watched it. And it looks like it is directed and written by David Ayer, who has done some really cool things. He's a director and a screenwriter for Suicide Squad, mm. and he also uh, was a screenwriter for the uh, Fast and Furious, like the original Fast and Furious. Yep. Dude's got chops. Yeah, it, it's good. If you like cop drama, gang stuff, nice. it's really intense. I cried in it. Whoa. <laughs> recommend highly. That's intense. Yeah, it also does cool dif- different camera angles um because nice. like they do like body cam like stuff because like cops oh, carry cool, body cams. cool yeah car like car cams recommend great movie not the movie i'm talking about though <laughs> so Good, just a solid recommend yep um do, i just don't hear people talk about it end of watch it's on netflix do it um check it out now this oh movie. real quick it also has uh frank grillo who plays rumlow in winter soldier hmm. okay go marvel cool <laughs> um all right well cool uh the last next movie, movie i'm gonna do is uh, actually one that won an oscar it is an a24 film damn right it is <laughs> a24 man they're yeah. they're mm-hmm. they're making a name for themselves they used to be a rather small studio yeah and now they're getting really picked up at like toronto film, film festival and stuff well i People think are really it came from this movie oh okay kind of sparked them yeah nice. i'm fairly certain it did um, I could be wrong. Um, it did get good reviews from both critics and uh, audience, 93%. I, I know I haven't said the movie yet, but um, I feel like people just don't talk about this movie enough about because it's mm-hmm. such a good movie, and the, the concept of it is so... You just don't talk about this okay. enough. Uh, the movie is called The Room. Uh, the Room? Room. Room. Mm, Not The Room. That's what I thought. <laughs> had to be specified because the room is a very terrible movie that Absolutely is funny, horrid. 
this movie is a very serious movie. Mm-hmm. Is Room with Brie Larson? Love Brie Larson. Um, it is on. She's Netflix. got directing chops too, man. Yeah, she's she knows what's going on in the movie world. Yep. Um, it is a drama. Um, based off uh, it's based off a book, but the concept of the movie is that this woman, um, when she was a teenager, was kidnapped and held hostage, um, in this guy's like shed house thing that he made for her locked her up um they have a kid together so this child is like he has a birthday i forget how old he is in the movie but um like he's like five i think he's seven yeah i believe somewhere yeah so years being in captive all this stuff so the the movie's kind of split in halves um i don't want to explain what halves don't give it away um but it is such an intense movie like mm-hmm. if you if you are in touch with your emotions like you will cry <laughs> stay <you> away will... <laughs> no you should watch oh, okay. it okay you get a good solid cry yeah, out of it like okay. sometimes you need a good cry absolutely anytime i put on la la land <laughs> waterworks cue them um but basically the movie is about this relationship between the mother um the uh, and her son that were captive okay um and how they serve, like how they lived in captivity, how they lived outside of captivity, like it is such an intense movie. I like I don't want to give away too much, but it definitely recommend. Yeah, I, solid. Like this is one of those movies. Like yes, it got so much praise. It won an Oscar. It's just not talked about how okay. good of a movie it is. Like again, is this a movie that you heard of? No. See, I have I I have not heard of this movie. No, I understand if you're listening. He hasn't heard of a lot of <laughs> movies. Throw me under the bus like that. <laughs> Don't throw your co-host under the bus, you jerk. <laughs> How could you? Oh, I gotta bring comedy. I've heard of a lot of movies, but I haven't watched them. <laughs> but you had not heard of this. No, movie. yeah. So I had not heard of it, and and so that's kind of a segue into my my question. Ninety three percent by critics and audience, and it won an Oscar. Mm-hmm. It's it's underrated. I mean, is it underrated? Because it's that's serious. It, if it wins an Oscar, mm-hmm. it's in conversation. Yeah, like I forget what the Oscar was though. I believe it was Best Actress uh, for Brie Larson. Yeah, is what I have written down. Um, it is yeah, an Academy Award for Best Actress, mm-hmm. and it also won won nine Canadian Screen Awards for like Best Picture, Actress, yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. You just believe it's underrated just due to the fact that it's not talked about enough. Correct. Yeah. That enough people have not seen it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the subject matter. It can be very, it's so interesting that maybe people, it just may turn people off because like I said, it's about someone yeah. being kidnapped and being like living in captivity from their kidnapper. Sounds like it could be a little too real for some people. Yeah, and yeah. like there's really some depressing parts of this movie. Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like an emotional journey. It is, and like you just, mm-hmm. Brie Larson does a phenomenal job. Like she deserves the the award that she got mm-hmm. because like it that role and what she did was amazing. Like. <laughs> I don't know. That's good. I don't know how to like describe this movie. Like it is such a good movie. I mean, the, 
the idea of it is original because I don't like you hear about yeah. kidnapping movies, but you don't hear about like not something like that though. No, that's unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it sounds, it, I mean, it sounds really, really good. Yeah. In terms of like a movie conveying a story, it sounds mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. So if you're looking for a good movie that I think the majority of the people, if you are listening will enjoy, it's this movie. That yeah. would be the, the capstone of this podcast to me. <laughs> Be, that's the best one yes and it it seems like all of ours were netflix suggestions i Except, had one yeah you had one hulu so mm-hmm. book smart is on hulu everything else is on netflix mm-hmm. so uh we we will post the title titles of all these uh upcoming on instagram and twitter so you guys can can go check that out and uh that way you don't have to like remember or write them down as we're mm-hmm. doing our show but yeah i think i think underrated is such a broad blanket statement I think mm-hmm. it's like so because I did a lot of a lot of googling of what you know what are the, some of the best underrated movies out there what are the best underrated movies to stream blah 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 mm-hmm. and I had movies like her pop up yeah those that were... doesn't seem underrated to me so that, that that one doesn't seem underrated as well yeah like you got Walking Phoenix you got Scarlett Johansson you got a, yeah you got some serious stars yeah. I mean, Brie Larson at the time was not big. That's the, that's one thing I wanted to preference. She was not big at necessarily. You knew her, but she wasn't. Sure. Famous. I mean, 2014, Chris Evans was big. Yeah. Like Avengers was out, mm-hmm. and and Captain America was out, so he was a yeah. big deal. But yeah, I just feel like these movies qualify as underrated because they're not talked about enough. They are not in these lists of like 100 movies you have to see, or mm-hmm. you know whatever the 10 movies you should watch this summer, anything like that. They, they don't make any lists that I've seen. And they weren't even yeah. on the list that I, like, Googled. Yeah. You, I Googled all these, either. Like, all these things that news sources and Complex and, like, Variety and all these places put out. None of these are on the list. Yeah. So. I mean, like, I that's why I watched Locke is because, like, mm. that was on a list. Okay. Enemy was on a list. And I was like, okay, maybe I should watch these. Just, yeah. Not as good as what. Swing and a miss, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, underrated is such a broad, broad topic. Um, we did have some listener input on on what people had identified as some of their favorite underrated movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it, follow us on Instagram. We're putting out some new social basically every single day. Uh, we got some trivia. We got some fun facts. Really trying to engage with you guys and figure out what kind of movies you guys like and what you think. Uh, so we had a couple of people reach out to us. Uh, Tim reached out to us and said that Crash was one of his favorite underrated movies. I know I've heard about it mm-hmm. and I know it was a big deal when it came out. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, we had Jace reach out to us. He actually had two, two picks kind of, he said that drive could qualify even though it kind of has a really niche market and mm. people who like it really stand for it now. Yeah. Uh, and district nine he mentioned as well, which definitely an honorable mention for me. You can stream it on Amazon prime. I found out this afternoon. Yeah. I think that was a recent like drop on on Amazon Prime. So yeah, uh, I I think I talked about it a couple weeks ago about how I would love a sequel to District Nine. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a great great underrated movie. Uh, and then we had John D reach out to us as well. He said Sea of Love. He said it might not qualify as underrated, but it's a really fun watch. So mm-hmm. just so just so you're aware, that's out there. Uh, and then like I said, I looked up some articles. There were a lot of similar ones, but also like a lot of. A lot of movies that I I didn't really hit that underrated box for me. Uh, I'm just going to list these off. I want you to tell me if you think they're underrated. Okay. And you don't know these. I haven't shared these. No, you you have not. Okay. 
So these are on like multiple lists. Um, and if you haven't seen it, just just say you haven't seen it. Uh, Blade Runner. Yep, I've seen it. Is it underrated? No. Absolutely not underrated. Everybody talks about Blade Runner all the time. You talked about it last. Exactly. Like last podcast, it, it's so. it's such a crucial movie in in obviously in Scott Ridley's career and, mm-hmm. and and in filmmaking in general. It's got Harrison Ford in his prime. Like yeah, not underrated. Drive. We just talked about that. N- not really underrated. That one I'm indifferent because like I haven't watched it. I don't hear many people talk about it, so I could see that as being underrated. I feel like I get a lot of suggestions about Drive. You're also a Ryan Gosling fan. Oh, my God. Ryan Gosling. Praise be. And uh, Train Spotting. Yep, I have seen that one. That one's... I know they made a sequel recently about it, so... They did. Yeah, T2 Train Spotting, I guess. Uh, I I feel like Train Spotting's underrated. I haven't really had people suggest it or talk about it. If it gets a sequel, is it underrated? You're asking the hard-hitting questions. We're running out of time. I know. Let us know. If, listeners, let us know. Mm-hmm. If a movie gets a sequel, does it qualify as underrated? Yeah. Uh, my, my hot take answer would be no, then. Can't be underrated because it obviously was rated high enough to get a sequel. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and then Scott Pilgrim versus the world, which which I haven't seen, but I've heard amazing things about it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's underrated. I just think it's niche and unique. I think so, too. And, like, and they're not the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. All of those are available to stream on Netflix as well. So yeah. sounds like Netflix is kind of the go-to for a lot of this stuff. Uh, we're going to, we're going to start wrapping it up. Uh, I know, I, know. I, I had a couple mentions of if you wanted to actually pay for any movie. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Throw them in, man. Um, I got to name one of my top five favorite movies. Wow. Donnie Darko. Um, of course you throw that in there. Jake yep. G classic. Yep. It is great. Um, definitely recommend. I've already talked about it. Don't need to talk about it anymore. The second one is uh, What We Do in the Shadows, which mm. is a mockumentary about vampires. Why? I'm a little turned off by that, but okay. No, 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 no. Wait until <laughs> I mention who is the, the creator of it and the star of it, Taika Waikiti. Oh, I'm in. Okay, sold, 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 yep. sold, sold. Yep, exactly. Taika, my man. Um, It is a, oh, so hilarious. If you watch the trailer, the trailer is trash. Okay, so don't base this movie on the trailer. Exactly. Okay. You watch it, it is hilarious. Like, it, it just, the things <laughs> that they say and they do, they made a TV show out of it. Now. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, it, it's in its second season now. Me and my roommate watch it. It is, the TV show is great. Is the TV show also? It has Taika Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. So, highly, highly recommend. Wow, awesome. I'm going to have to seek that one out. Yes. So, it, I mean, that one might be like $5 on like Amazon. Okay. Or like less. rent it on Prime or YouTube yeah. or something. Sure. So, if you did want to go that route, those would be my recommendations. Some options out there. Yeah. Cool. I dig it. I dig it. Uh, shout out to all the listeners that got at us this week and let us know their suggestions for underrated movies and mm-hmm. played, along, uh, played along with some of the trivia that we threw out there. I know I threw out some easy questions this week. They're going to get harder. Yep. Don't worry. I just need to, you know, I, I need to, we need to build up to that. Uh, so shout out to all of you guys. Thanks for listening. Um, you can find our podcast. Uh, I, you know what? Actually, before I do the closing notes, what are we talking about next week, Austin? Do you know? I remember. Go for it. Disney movies. Disney Plus. Yep. Oh my gosh. I'm very, very excited. We're going to talk about the best things to stream on Disney Plus. We're going to stick with the, the sh- streaming theme mm-hmm. here. Help you guys out. Make it through the quarantine a little bit better. Uh, the best things to stream on Disney Plus, Avengers Endgame, and 
everything else in between. Okay, please don't just pick Marvel and Star Wars. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I'll have to revisit my list. <laughs> I think we're going to stick to movies because shows like The Mandalorian and One Day at Disney, all of these things are they're, obvious they're recommendations. TV shows, yeah. yeah, they're TV shows. We don't talk about that. So, if we did, we'd be talking about The Office a lot. So. All the time. Yep. So, yeah, we're going to talk about the best things to stream on Disney+. Plus. So look forward to that. Uh, we are on social media at Final Take Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And we will be posting things daily. Like I said, trivia, fun facts. So we would love some engagement from from you guys, our listeners. And you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, basically wherever podcasts are, you can find us. Yep. Wherever you're listening to it right now. And uh, be sure to leave a review. Helps us be found uh, more when you search for us. Helps us be more prominent on the market and uh, subscribe to us as well. That helps us a ton. Yep. Yeah. So if you could do that, that'd be super, super sick. And we appreciate you as mm. listeners. That's all I wanted to say. Um, some news is that now we're gonna we're trying to do this new thing also with uh, releasing our podcast on Monday. Absolutely. Yeah. So we are now dropping episodes on Monday morning instead of Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm. Start your week off right with Final Take. Yeah. I need to come up with a cool little jingle for that, but that's pretty much what I got is start your week off right. Uh, so check us out Monday mornings, wherever you can find a podcast, we will be there. And uh, we hope that you'll listen to us and subscribe. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. Yeah. Next week's about to be a very, very good podcast. It is your It's my wheelhouse. Wheel yeah. It's my wheelhouse, <laughs> man. Exactly what I was like going to say. We, I'm, we're we on it, brother. We're on it. So yeah. Yeah. Good, good stuff coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Be sure to, to follow us on social. Like, subscribe, smash that like button that's a youtube thing uh <laughs> and uh we'll we'll see you next week this is our final take all right bye bye i'm gonna drink my white claw now yeah <laughs>